So here is Tani Talks Radio, where we talk some topics for the week with for the audience members to keep. We were having major connectivity issues for some reason. I don't know why that was happening. I'll have to look into that afterwards. But at least for now, we know that we're good. So we are on the air. We are here talking about hobbies and games, the Jewish way. For many seasons, for many shows, I've talked about how the zenith of my entire week is that of Friday night, of Shabbos, when my wife and I put the kids to bed and we finally, finally can sit down and relax and read next to each other. That is really the best part of my entire week. I love being able to listen. I love being able to read a show, read a book, excuse me, and listen to my wife when she talks about her book and we could compare notes, we could compare books. So I've always had an affinity for reading, for novels, and I've always had an affinity for being involved in reading mysteries and suspense and thriller. And growing up, I used to love different authors such as Grafton and Kellerman, both Kellermans, and Grisham, and those were different people that I would read and be involved with. You know, Grisham was someone who would have the lawyer type of books, and Grafton would have the private eye type of books, and I always wanted to find a simple solution for that. And when it comes to hobbies and games, we can have a Jewish solution, we can have a Jewish way of going about that. And I found recently an actual solution to that. So we have a couple of authors who are now our favorite authors, thanks to Shaar Press from Nasora Publications Art Scroll and Feldheim and also Menucha Publishers. Those are some of my favorite type of publishers out there to find books from. So recently, we talked about this the other week also, and I talked about it on my different shows, the Tani Talks podcast, powered by JewishPodcast.fm, also on Yidpod and Spotify and the like. So this book, Detective by Design, is the Jewish version to Sherlock Holmes. It's basically a detective, uh, someone who is actually very perceptive and obs- observant of the surroundings. And when it comes to that person, when it comes to finding the clues in the story, this person is like the Jewish Sherlock Holmes. This person is able to look and perceive the things around her and able to be involved in looking for the clues, looking for what's going on. So, Detective by Design is the answer, the Jewish answer to Sherlock Holmes. It's short stories, very interesting stories. I'm halfway through the book right now. So when I was thinking about that, how could we find the solution to Sue Grafton? Sue Grafton has a private eye who's involved in looking for cases, looking for clues. So Ruthie Perlman, one of our other favorite authors, has the solution. It's the private eye in the form of a Jewish seminary girl, starting when she's about you know, mid-teenage years, then the books progress as she gets a little older. I don't want to give too much away, but it's the I'll read stories. So that is the solution to the Sue Grafton. I mean, to the private eye, excuse me, yes, Sue Grafton, she would do a letter per book. This was the solution for that. And then if I have the thriller suspense, the novel, then the books from Sapir, why Sapir? I'm not sure the full name, but this person has the, the Ayal Gaboa. It is like super fast-paced, super action-packed. That 
is an awesome, awesome way of finding the mystery suspense thriller, non-stop action. And Ruthie Perlman also has some books that have a lot of action. I was in the middle of a different book, An Ordinary Wednesday, the Colin Leora books she has, I really love. It's basically a detective and his wife. At first, they're not detective and wife, but really cool how they go about clues, really cool how they go about different aspects of the story, of the mystery, and they look for different things in the story. So that's Ruthie Perlman, and then there's Reva Pomerantz, who's an excellent, excellent writer, very intricate writing, very detailed writing. I like when it takes the thought process and brings it to life of what the person is thinking, of what the person is being involved with, and that her writing is very sophisticated. So that is another wonderful author to to follow and to get from. And that's Menucha Publishers has a lot of those books. And there's even the kid version as well. So there's the the boxcar children is one of them, but they 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 have a different version called the I, I can't think of it offhand, of course. Whenever you want to think of it, you can never think of it offhand. But there are two series that we have. We have the BY Times, excuse me. And then we have the either the Boxcar Children. I can't remember it offhand. But there's another series from Menucha that we brought out the whole series to try to replicate those books that we see when we are kids. Because when we have the books, when we have the novels, and it could fulfill the need, fulfill the want, and the and it fulfills what we want to have in our life, those are types of books to get. So you want a really sophisticated book that really has psychological aspects. Her husband's a psychologist, Reva Pomerantz. You have really action involved with the private eye, like Ruthie Perlman, or the detective series like Colin and Leora. Or you want to have the Sherlock Holmes by Henya Meyer, the detective by design. These are all good types of books. These are all good ways of being involved in getting that novel into your system. So we want it to be that we have these hobbies fulfilled. You think about also, if a person has the need for YouTube, a person wants to procrastinate and go through YouTube, there's a much better solution. Or if someone has the Netflix need, there's a much better solution from the Jewish perspective as well. And that is that of Yidflix, Y-I-D-F-L-I-C-K-S dot com. Yidflix dot com is basically the Jewish Netflix. They have cooking shows, they have kid shows, they have movies, they have music videos. Really cool solution is Yidflix dot com, Y-I-D-F-L-I-C-K-S dot com. And that is an awesome way to fulfill that need as well. And if you have a YouTube where you want to watch music videos all day, I actually watched a lot of videos a couple of weeks ago before Spira, and that a website I found is tutora.tv. T-U-T-O-R-A-H dot TV, tutora.tv. That is also a way to watch the music videos for Jewish music videos. So you have Yidflix for the Jewish Netflix you have tutora.tv, an example of a Jewish type of YouTube to watch music videos. You have Jewish novels as solutions for books, for novels, for ourselves. And then there's also solutions for other things as well. And when it comes to being involved in books and loving books, there's no greater pleasure I have than to be able to lend the books out as well. To that effect, my wife and I started the FLL, the Free Lending Library, here in our town, where we have a whole bookshelf in our basement. 
where we give our books, we lend our books for free for a couple of weeks at a time, and the whole bookcase is the FLL. They come through the back, through our back door, our basement door. I printed out a beautiful sign-out sheet. I made beautiful signs for the FLL on Canva, and I have stickers that I actually printed out from Amazon that I put into the books. Actually, we had our first donation last week, which was very exciting, our first sponsorship last week. And that is a way for people to have Jewish novels. So you live in my town, you live in our town, you could be part of our FLL anytime. You could text me, you could call me to make an appointment. We just had a, a very lovely older couple come by and they took out a couple of books. I had a guy come with a, his, his kids, a lady came with her kids. Those are some of our best patrons recently. But someone loves to read someone loves to be involved in novels like i do my wife does we want it to be a solution where they can actually read so we have the fll you want to have the jewish youtube go to tutorial.tv t-u-t-o-r-a-h.tv it might be in spanish it might be in a language that you might not understand right away but that is a way of going about that kind of a need, that kind of a hobby, because we all have different things we want in life. We all have different things we need in life. We all have different aspects that should be fulfilled in life, but we should do it in a more functional way. We should do it in a more Jewish way, in a more Judaic way. So you have yidflix.com. I highly encourage you to check it out. The $9.99 a month or $90 for the whole year. You could also gift it to someone else. Y-I-D-F-L-I-C-K-S.com. That's kind of a Jewish Netflix. They also have The Edge from Rabbi Nachman Seltzer, who's actually one of my favorite favorite people. He is a role model of mine. He actually is the rabbi, is the role model who told me to change around all the names of all of my podcasts. It used to be called this and that and this and that. We changed it to Tani Talks This. Tani Talks That. And of course, the newest initiative here on the radio, powered by Radio.co, brought to you by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, is that of Tani Talks Radio. Usually 8.30 to 9.30. Of course, we had some technical difficulties tonight. That's always starting up. It's always going to happen. Our number is 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302. You want to get on the radio? Please send me an email at sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. S-H-I-U-R, enjoymentradio at gmail.com. You could get on the air. We're happy to have you talk about what hobbies you have that we haven't discussed yet. We have a couple of more to get through, God willing. But when you have the Jewish novels, and I'm telling you it literally is the zenith of my entire week to sit and to read and when I have a good book that I can put down there's nothing better it stimulates the mind it stimulates the creativity it stimulates the brain and it has us involved in thinking about things and it it, it has us thinking about how we can be involved in reading and picturing and imagination and creativity so that's the novel. We have a Pomerantz, Ruthie Perlman. Libina Zunik is also a fantastic writer. We just read Deception and The Last Lie, at least I did. My wife is involved in the first book she just finished, and she started the second book. When it's a book that's like 400 pages or more, then I know it's a really good book. I'm really a big fan of that kind of a book when it has a lot of pages because I feel like you could flesh out the characters. I feel like you can 
talk about their backstories and you could talk about their dreams and their aspirations in the book and you could really get to know the character. So those are just some authors, but it's the idea of Feldheim and Menucha Publishers and Shah Press from Masora Art School. Those are just three publishers. Of course, there are many publishers out there that I didn't mention, but we want it to be that you have that need fulfilled, reading, mystery, suspense, thriller, whether, whether it be the, the books we're talking about by Sapir, Ayaga Boa, or other ones. You also can have historical novels. I love the books by M. Kanan, where it's a, it's a, a magical kingdom, a made-up kingdom of Khazar, or whatever they call it. Really good books really can spark the, the imagination inside you. And that's a Jewish way of going about the hobby of reading. And Yidflix is the Jewish way of the hobby of going through watching stuff through Netflix. And they have cooking shows again. They have the kids shows. They have all different kind of shows. And when you have the, the YouTube, Tutorial.tv, even though it's Spanish, they have excellent, excellent quality videos. You know, there's also Chabad.tv, which is a good way of watching Torah type of things. There's also JTube through H.com and their Jewelarius tab is often not seen or not used or not known, but they have an awesome, awesome tab. I love Jewelarius. They're very funny. And who says you can't be funny and do it in a Jewish way? You know, David Kalimnik, among other people, very funny writer. Mordechai Schmutter, hilarious writer. I love comedy. I like reading comedy, and his books, his columns are very, very funny. You think about other comedians transitioning to the idea of comedy. There is kosher comedy out there. My good friend Ellie Lubowitz, shout out to Lebo, who started on one of our platforms when I was in Yeshiva University. We had a chesed club. And we wanted to raise money for Camp Hask. So we thought, what can we do to raise money for Camp Hask? What could we do to bring to mind the idea of Hask and bring money to the camp? So we thought, you know what really cool show was in the past? Last Comic Standing. So let's do... Jewish Last Comic Standing, J-L-C-S. Jewish Last Comic Standing, we had three versions of the show, and over three years, Baruch Hashem, we had the Zachus. We had the ability to raise $10,000, a little more, for Camp Hask, and that was like a byproduct. That was wonderful. But itself also, having this competition of different comedians going up, I think it was an hour and a half or two hours, and each comedian went for a little amount of time, and then we had prizes at the end, we had a couple of judges. It was a really cool thing, and Ellie Lieber was one of the best comics we had, and he got his start there. But aside from the, from the comedy act, he's an excellent person, and he's a friend. So we've seen him many times, and he has excellent, excellent acts and excellent, excellent comedy. He did not pay me to do this. He doesn't even know I did this, but I wanted to give him a shout-out. And he's one of the very funny comedians out there. Ashley Blake, are also hilarious. Very, very funny. He's this guy from Britain. He has a couple of kids, and he talks about, you know, Jewish versus non-Jewish, Jewish versus Goyish. And he has all these skits so funny. I think he has a podcast, too. And really, really funny. That's kosher comedy. You don't have to watch filthy comedy. You could find Jewish alternatives, Jewish versions to the comedy in your life. And you can go to Ashley Blaker's website. You can look up Lebo himself. You want to be entertained, you can have a Jewish mentalist also. I can't remember... Oh, David Jason, I think, is one of them. And there's other ones that are, of course, slipping my mind. But there's ways to have it. You want to watch a great movie? Uspizen is a great movie. You want to watch a great one? Go to Netflix and you can find it as well. I, myself, 
of course, am very involved in, in podcasting. We're going to talk about that in a second. Our number is 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302. You can join us on the air. Tell me what your hobby is and a Jewish way of going about it. Send us an email at sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. Sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. So we are talking here that it is 8.30 p.m. We do the show, 8.30 p.m. New York time, of course. And we are on 520-453-8302. I just got an email from someone as well. So if you want to be on the air, Eliyahu, let me know. And we can have you unmute yourself. If you are on the phone call in line, we are... 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302. You have a hobby? You have a game? You want to go about it in a Jewish way? Let's talk about it. We are here on the iPhone app. I'm so sorry if there are technical difficulties. I'm so sorry if it was difficult to connect. Thank you to those listeners who stayed with me, even through the technical difficulties. God willing, next week we'll try to get on a little earlier and make sure that everything is on air and that everything is smooth sailing. Not sure what happened there. So sorry about that. We're also here on the streamer link. You can listen on the link if you like a link better than an app. I don't know why you would. I like the app, of course, much better than the link. But our ability is to be here on the streamer link. Streamer.radio.co slash S33C91F0E4 slash listen. But the best way to listen is the brand new iPhone app that I worked hard on from Apple. Thanks to Apple working with me with the developers at Radio.com. The Android app is also in development, and that hopefully is coming to us by the next show or the show after that. We're hoping it'll come, so those of you who have an Android or the Google Play Store, you could listen as well. You have an iPhone app, though, hit it up. Sheer Enjoyment Radio is the app. Go to the App Store and find it today. So we talked about novels. We talked about Jewish Netflix. We talked about Jewish YouTube and some other random things. I want to talk to you a little bit also about podcasting. There is a Jewish version to podcasting. When I started my shows, I was on a different forum. I was on Anchor, but I wasn't very happy with Anchor. No offense, Anchor. I just didn't like how it went about. It was way too big a behemoth of an organization for personal attention. I felt like the the troubleshooting wasn't so great. I was having a lot of trouble connecting, uploading. I wasn't getting any help from the help center or support center. So I switched over to Jewish podcasts.fm. Disclaimer, I do work for them. I work for JCN as my side job, my second job, Jewish Content Network. They do amazing things. Besides for being a podcaster myself, I try to get more people to join us in podcast land, jewishpodcast.fm. The easiest way to start a Jewish podcast today, you go to jewishpodcast.fm, go to create a podcast, and you can... Start a podcast easily today. I can walk you through the steps. Again, Tani here. I can walk you through the steps. You can email me at Sheer Enjoyment Radio. You can email me at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Happy to help you start it up. But our sister app of Yidpod is the player. If JewishPodcast.fm is the forum, is the host for podcasts, then Yidpod is the player. Kind of like how the, Jew, the, the, the podcast app is on iPhone and they have an embedded player, so Yidpod is the player to the Jewish Podcast.fm. They did not pay me, they did not ask me to do this, I'm just saying because I love the, the forum. So once you create a podcast, 
a Jewish podcast. Your voice can be heard on Spotify, on iTunes, on Google, on Podbean, all over the place. And I have five shows. I have five podcasts. Besides for this radio show that we do live, which we upload after the fact into the live show, we have five shows. Life, where we talk about a topic. Used to be a topic per session with some practical lessons. Now we talk some topics for the week for the audience members to keep. And if it's a radio week or it's the lecture week, either way we do it on this forum now. And we upload it after Tani Talks Life. Then we have Tani Talks Staff. We talk a Daf lesson a day and a few minutes away. And that's a couple of minutes on a Gemara piece and bring it practical home. We have the Pirkei Show. Tani Talks Pirkei We talk about five to ten minutes of Mishnah per day with some sage commentary and practical advice to say. We have the Parsha Show. We talk about the Parsha of the Week with some practical lessons to keep. And we have the OT Show, which was actually my first show from 2018. We started now in Season 5 for that on the Pirkei Show. And the OT Show... We talk a thought of the day on season five from an OT to stay. So that's my podcast. And I had them on Anchor when I had two, and then we added three, four, five. Now the radio show is its own situation. But when we had those shows, we were hosted on Anchor. I wasn't so happy being on Anchor. And I reached out to Jewish Podcasts, and we worked it out. And I am now hosted on the platform of Jewish Podcasts. It is so easy to make a podcast. It is so easy to upload a podcast. When you make the show, it's a couple of steps. They ask for the card information, and then they ask you what your show is going to be called, what the episode is going to be called, what the description of your show is, and what the tagline is. So I always tell people the tagline is like, the tagline of the Tiny Talks radio show is we talk some topics for the week for the audience members to keep. And I like to rhyme on purpose if you haven't noticed. The description of the show is every week we talk a different topic, bringing it to the viewers, you know, talking some quality content, hopefully quality stuff that really can infuse your life and help your life. So when we're talking about different topics, we're talking about different things, what better way to get your voice out there than to have a podcast? But don't do it in a non-Jewish way. Fuse it into a Jewish way. Come to JewishPodcast.fm. It's a wonderful way to get your voice out there. It's a wonderful way to talk into the Jewish hemisphere, into the Jewish sphere of the world. So you have the JewishPodcast.fm and it is sent out to the whole world. Not only is it on iTunes, is it on Google, not only is it on Spotify, which I think is so cool. One of my shows actually made it to Audible by Amazon, thank God. But really, it really comes to the Yidpod, and I like that Yidpod has all the Jewish episodes together. So whether you want to hear from Charlie Harari, or whether you want to hear from the Shmuz Rabbi Schaefer, or whether you want to hear my show, or tons of other people, they're all there on one beautiful app. Rabbi Orlovsky is there. I was listening to him last night. He is so so funny. He is so entertaining and I love that he has a show. I was thinking to myself years ago, whatever happened to Rabbi Orlovsky? You know, he used to have amazing shiurim. Really, really funny. And thank God he started a podcast a couple of years ago and every episode is fantastic. So, if you want to make a podcast, you want to talk about podcasts, I'm happy to always talk about them. You could hit us up and call us at 520-453-8302. That's our call online. But better to email me first, sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. Sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. Send me a message if you want to be on the air. Of course, if you come on the phone line, we're happy to have you. But please mute yourself upon entry. And if you want to talk, we'll ask you to unmute yourself. Again, our show can be heard with the awesome iPhone app. 
if I may say so myself, I love the apps that they do for iPhone. We have this blue color scheme kind of a thing that we were going for. Simple and intuitive that you could hear the show or you could hear the shows that are looped when we're not doing the live show until we add more shows, God willing, and more episodes, God willing, throughout the weeks. But it really is a simple app to listen live or to listen to what's being looped. And if you want to hear previous recorded episodes, you can listen to Tiny Talks Life. And we upload the episodes as well as podcasts, which can be heard on Yidpod or all over the place on Spotify as well. So that's the idea of podcasts. It's a hobby of mine to podcast. If you haven't noticed, to have five shows all the time, and it's really... For free, we try to make it. That's a way of podcasting as well. Working on Jewish audiobooks is also the next initiative. So over the, over the year, over the months, I myself reached out to different authors to try to get their books to life. Because when we used to drive very far, my brother used to live in Detroit. When we used to visit him, we went a couple of times. How do you do a 10-hour drive without falling asleep? At the time, we had one kid or two kids. Now, Baruch Hashem, we have four kids, two boys, two girls. My co-host over here, the baby's sleeping on me. My arm is going numb, but that's okay. And when we used to drive out there, it was a very long drive. We used to break it up halfway in what was called Oil City. Not sure why it was called Oil City, but we drove like six hours there and then another five hours or so to make it to my brother. But it was very difficult to stay awake, especially when we left late at night, especially when we feel so tired and we feel so run down. How do you stay awake? So a great solution was listening to Harry Potter in the car. Albus Severus Snape. Dumbledore. And many other voices would be heard on the car. The guy did any... Any, any number sort of impressions and his voices were fantastic. I can't do any justice to any of them. Never wrong button! Ten points for Gryffindor! I can't do any impersonations that well, but they did a much better job. And I was thinking to myself, what would be the Jewish solution to audiobooks? Are there audiobooks out there? And I started doing some research and I really didn't see a plethora of Jewish audiobooks. So I reached out to uh, my boss, basically, for Jewish Content Network, and that was one of the initiatives. And we got seven books. Very proud of the fact that we have seven books in the works. We got the content, and we're waiting to launch it. The website has to be redesigned and redeveloped to be able to play it. It'll be like Audible, basically, where you buy a, a book for a set price, like 10 bucks, and a credit, and then you could do so. Once it's launched and released, God willing, we'll advertise it everywhere, but we got a couple of Reva books from Reva Pomerantz, a couple of Ruthie books from Ruthie Perlman, a Dina Newman book, a Menucha Khan 11 book, I believe, and then I can't remember the other books, but thank God, really cool stuff. And that's the solution. And I, I'm, I, my wife and I also tried to record a book. We tried a few chapters. Very, very difficult to record a book, by the way. I don't know how people do it as audiobook uh, recorders, but very difficult to do that. So, we have a couple of books, and audiobooks are awesome because you it's like old-school radio, old-time radio back in the 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, before the TV really came around. How were people entertained? They would listen to the radio. It would be a radio program where you could almost hear and see the detective through the radio. And a program, they, they would say the story and they would talk about the story, and that's how you would be entertained. And I find audiobooks to be like the radio of old, the program 
programs of old. For any of you quote-unquote old-timers, none of you are really old-timers, but those of you who have been around the band in a couple of years and used to listen to radio, you know what I'm talking about. And I think that's really cool, and I miss it. And I find that an audiobook is a really cool solution for that. So when you're driving, when you're folding laundry, when you're washing dishes, you can listen to a podcast, but you can listen to an audiobook. But better yet, to listen to a Jewish audiobook. Better yet, to be involved in a Jewish audiobook. And we're hoping to get those up and about. We're hoping to get those on the air as we get it developed and as we get the website up and running. That, of course, will be through Yidpod. And it was a lot of back and forth getting through them. And I give uh, major credit to Fermi Mandel, who recorded a couple of books, and we got the books from her. She did a fantastic job on her books, and Ruthie has a book herself. But when it comes to these things, an audiobook is a really awesome way of hearing a story be brought to life. And you feel the suspense, you feel the action, you feel the mystery, especially if it's one of the detective books from Ruthie, or especially if it's one of the suspense books that are out there. And there are different books out there. There are also kid books as audiobooks, and I like that as well. So that's a Jewish solution to audiobooks, or the Jewish audiobooks that we're working on for Yidpah. I hope that goes through, I hope that gets released soon, and I hope the public can be involved and, and, and gobble it down as awesome as it can be. So you have Yidflix for Jewish Netflix. You have Yidpod for podcasting, Jewish podcasting. You have Jewish novels from Feldheim and Shah Press and Menucha Publishers. There's also Idea Press, many different types of publishers. I'm not going to get into all of them. And then you have TutorTV is an example of a wonderful Jewish website, even though it's Spanish, for watching Jewish music videos. You have Chabad.tv to get inspired. You have J2 from Aish to have some hilarity in your day. And these are different ways of going about hobbies and games the Jewish way. You can have a hobby. You can have a game. You can have a need for being involved in these things in your life, but you can go about it in the Jewish way. You can go about it in the Jewish realm of doing things. And that's what we're talking about this week. If you have a hobby, if you have a game and you want to know how to turn it into a Jewish way, I'm happy to discuss it. And if you have a hobby or game I haven't talked about yet, we have a couple more to get through. Thank you for sticking with us. Sorry for all the technical difficulties starting so late. But if you have a hobby or a game that you want to talk about, feel free to call in 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302. That is our call line for Sheer Enjoyment Radio. Our email is sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. Radio at gmail.com. You could email us to be live on the air with us on the phone. If you're coming on the phone line, we're happy to have you, but please make sure to mute yourself, and then we could talk to you when we ask you to unmute yourself. You have questions, comments, you want to weigh in on any of the things we talked about so far in terms of hobbies and games we're going to talk about a little bit more in a little bit, you can let us know, 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302 I bet you're wondering how I know the number by heart I'm not looking at it on the page but I did try to go through it a couple of times in my own head in order to memorize it 520-453-8302 so we talked about these different things in terms of hobbies and games what about if you have a need for music itself so growing up, when I was in teenage years, you know, I had these, this kind of rebellious music phase where I needed like the rap and the hip-hop, 
you know, party in the club, you know, stuff like that. Not my finest moments in terms of music. Balchuva doesn't talk about his past. But when it came to, once I met my wife, and we were going to, God willing, move forward, and once kids were going to come around, we're like, how can we go about this in a better way? And to my wife's credit, we got rid of basically all the music on the iPod, and I had a phase in, in Shanabet. I went to Rashid for two years, and in Shanabet I got rid of a lot of music and kept just like Jewish and just male. And then, you know, once I came back to America, it went backwards. And then once I met my wife, it went forwards for good. Baruch Hashem. And we decided to do Jewish music and just males, even though it's very hard for my wife. She would love to listen to females for herself, and she would love to sing for people herself. She has an excellent, beautiful, beautiful voice, very talented singer, very talented writer. And she can do wonderful things for different organizations, for Aish or whatnot. She actually applied to Aish to be a writer. But in general, you know, it was hard for her to cut back. But I felt like for us, and we felt like for us, how can we go about the music need? It's a real hobby of mine to listen to music. And we'll talk about playing music in a little bit. But to listen to music is a real hobby of mine. So how can we go about it? So if I need to listen to music, I'm going to find the best type of music out there. So the hip-hop need, there's a wonderful, wonderful artist named Describe. He is so talented. I'm about to show also before the whole fallout. Also really cool music. And there's a, a guest star, Why Love, he has sometimes. He has really, really cool music. And probably my favorite singer right now is the Jewish music superstar, Nisan Black. He's a Jewish rapper. So that fulfills hip-hop need and the rap need. So I found these two artists, obviously they're so famous, they're very easy to find. And they're also fantastic people. At least Nisan Black is. He's actually good friends with my brother. We went to my brother's son's bar mitzvah a couple of weeks ago, and lo and behold, the guest star was Nisan Black, who's a good friend of my brother. They actually were roommates in Uman. My brother is a little bit Breslau now. He goes to Uman for Rosh Hashanah oftentimes, and they were actual roommates. So Nissan Black was there. Nissan Black is a fantastic person. We actually met his wife and kids. They all came on the Shabbaton, if you will. And he's just awesome. I actually reached out to him for my wife's birthday, her 30th birthday this past year, and he sent a birthday telegram message for my wife. I, I made a video for my wife, like eight, eight or so, six or seven or eight or so Jewish artists. I got together to wish her a happy birthday. Eighth Day was there, and uh, Nissan Black sent in, God Elba sent in, uh, some of the Maccabees sent in. We got really cool stuff. And it was a really cool thing. But these are different artists that could fulfill my need personally of my hip-hop and my rap need. So describe his music is awesome. Nissan Black's music is awesome. Shweki has great songs. Marcha Shapiro has great songs. Eighth Day has great songs. All these artists really, really cuts it for me and really fulfills the, the need for me in terms of music. And then when the, if there's a non-Jewish song for some reason playing, you know, we're not perfect, but let's say we're on the road or let's say accidentally on the radio or if I'm at work, someone's playing a really catchy song and then a Jewish person picks it up, that is the best solution. So we watched Encanto with the kids a couple of weeks ago. We don't talk about Bruno, no, 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 you know, so that's one of them. And then I try to listen only to the male parts, don't worry, I try to close my ears and shut off my ears and sing to myself when that comes on. So... That, for me, is an interesting song. And then, uh, Pressure, da, 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 like I let it stop. Whoa. That song is also really, really good. So my wife actually reached out to the Maccabees, seeing if they could do something. And lo and behold, the Maccabees probably already had it in the works, and they made an Encanto Purim. So you have great songs from the Disney movie Encanto. You watch it with your kids or whatever. And 
or if you're watching a, a Hallmark thing or whatever, and you, you find a good, a good song or good music, how can you find a Jewish solution? So the Jewish way is to make it Jewish. So we don't talk about Hama, no, no, no. So they took the song, very catchy song, and they made it Jewish. And that's awesome. So you take the Beatles. They took, oh, yeah, I want to tell you something. Come down, I die in my head. I don't even know the words, but I know they have a whole Beatles song. And I know 613, also one of my favorite bands. I actually know two of the people in the band. And, and two uh, other people from the band actually live in my town. And I see one of them all the time. Very, very cool. I love that they take non-Jewish songs and they make them Jewish. They even take Lion King and Star Wars and they made it into a Jewish version. That's my favorite. It's all in the idea of hobbies and games the Jewish way. Taking music, making it awesome, making it Jewish, making it inspiring, and making it fantastic. That's a real way to go about getting the need fulfilled. It's a hobby to be involved in music, to listen to music. We want to make that hobby actually work. We want to make it that it is involved for us, that it actually could work for us. And what better way to do that than when you have these Jewish artists taking non-Jewish songs. The Y Studs are also fantastic besides for the Maccabees and 613. I know Sheer Soul is great too. I'm sure I'm missing one off the bat. But these are AKA Pella also does really cool things. I don't know if they're still together, AKA Pella. But they have really cool songs over the years. And that's my need of fulfilling rap and hip-hop. So you talk about books and we make them Jewish. You talk about music and we make it Jewish. We talk about podcasts and we make it Jewish. We talk about Netflix and we make it Jewish with Yitflix. We talk about YouTube and we, we find the tutorial.tv. And we have ways of making things to be in a Jewish way because that's one of the aspects of being involved in this life. We have to take the materialism and elevate to the spiritual. So something seemingly mundane as a Netflix, you can make it into a Yitflix. Something seemingly mundane as a, as a podcast, it could be materialistic or about whatever in life. But you take it and make it Jewish, you take it and make it into a Jewish concept, that's an awesome, awesome thing to do as well. So we say hobbies, and we say games, but what about the games? Stay tuned, in one minute, we'll talk about that. But first, you could call in 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302 is our number. Send me an email, you want to be on live, on the air, on the phone, we're happy to have you. Sheer Enjoyment Radio at gmail.com. Sheer Enjoyment Radio at gmail.com. Our number again, 520 is our number. We're happy to have you on. I appreciate the listeners who stayed with us even through the technical difficulties. Hopefully, that won't happen in the future. We're going to try to make it through the last few topics. And then we will close the radio show for today. But when we talk hobbies and games, what about the games? I'm glad you asked. So when it comes to real games in real life, how do we make it Jewish? So in general, there could be games that you could use, like real board games like Guess Who, or Stratego, or Mastermind. I'm just thinking of some offhand. But there are some really cool bruch- uh, excuse me, there are some really cool Jewish alternatives I just gave one away. Instead of Candyland, which is basically Narshkite of Nash, 
we can make it into Brachos land. So if you haven't seen that game, it's basically Candyland, but the Jewish version. You still have to find the card. Whatever card you pick up is the color that you move over to. And I believe that the Brachos are involved. And that's a Jewish solution to Candyland. There's Jewish bingo. Aleph Bed Bingo. There's so many other ones I can't even think of offhand. I know in Israel they make it into a, a Hebrew-sounding version like Settlers of Katan. Katan? I don't like that game at all, actually. I'm a very big against that game. My wife and I don't like that game. Many years ago, we had best friends who played the game. We, we, would, we wouldn't play. We were like, out of principle of the matter, I won't play this game. Even when I was in Israel, I wouldn't play the game. There were games all the time. People were very into it. I'll give you my horse for your ore. I'll give you my sheep for your hay. I'll give you my brick for your gold, if that's even the right things. But there are Jewish alternatives to board games, and I really like those. You go to any Judaica store, you'll find it. You go to any Jewish store, you'll find it. Even on Amazon, you can find it. And I found really cool things on Amazon, talking about games, talking about hobbies, talking about crafts. I went all out on Hanukkah. If I haven't told you yet, or you haven't heard from any of my shows, my favorite holiday of the entire year is Hanukkah. I look forward to that holiday the entire year. I find it the best holiday, hands down, of the entire year. You could put Sukkot in the mix, Hanukkah wins, in my opinion. You could put Pesach in the mix, Hanukkah wins, in my opinion. You could put Shavuos in the mix, Hanukkah wins, in my opinion. Even Purim, I still think Hanukkah wins. And you could put all the non-Jewish ones in Lahavdil, and Hanukkah definitely wins. They get so crazy, secular culture, society about Xmas. That's only one day! And, and it's uh, it's a little bit schmach, you know. They they have it here and there and, then, and midnight and then the next day. But Hanukkah's eight days of awesomeness, man. You got presents. You have candles. You have music. Awesome food. Great songs. Like, there is no downside to Hanukkah. You don't have to clean the house for Hanukkah. You don't have to live in a hut. You don't have to stay up all night and eat dairy for those of us who are lactose-free. Recently, I don't know what I'm going to do on Shavuos coming up in a couple of weeks. That's going to be tough. But Hanukkah doesn't have any of those things. But it has to be done in a way that's really fun for the kids. So I found tons of decorations on Amazon, and we decorated the house. Found tons of presents. But every year, I buy them a lot, a lot of presents. I'm an Amazonaholic. Another one of my many, many qualities. I'm an Amazonaholic. So in previous years, I used to buy them lots and lots of presents and toys. But they have so many toys already. Do they really need more toys? They have so many toys already. They don't need more toys. So when it comes to those things, they don't really need that. So they have it that they have so much in the house already, right? They have a toy box, and they have different places to put the toys, and they have a box for their cars and for the dolls. They actually have two boxes of dolls because they have so many. So they don't need more toys. So my wife's solution is, why don't we find games and activities instead? And she was right. So I found every craft under the sun from a Jewish perspective. Izzy, Dizzy, Dizzy, and Izzy, Izzy, and Dizzy, whatever, right, light, and different companies like that make really, really cool stuff. Happens to be they make really cool stuff. So I found them like stick-on crafts, I found them coloring crafts, and like a water paint craft, and it was really, really fun. And that was a simple Jewish way of going about arts and crafts also. 
based on the holiday of Hanukkah. Because we could take games, we could take hobbies, and we could do it the Jewish way. We could make it the Jewish way. We could have it that we put the Jewish spin on it, we put the Jewish turn on it, and it actually becomes Jewish. So you have Jewish board games. I'm not sure if there's a Jewish monopoly. There might be. I'm not sure if there are other alternatives, but you can look into it in your local Judaica store or on Amazon or on the Jewish websites online. They have so many games, so many crafts. There's so much that could be used and utilized. Might as well use those things and might as well be involved in those things. I remember a couple of years ago for my brother, we bought a lot of different Jewish games as well. And we found like a biblical game, a Shemos game, the Exodus from Egypt game we sent them. And we found really cool stuff. I could probably go through my Amazon history and find all the cool things we found, but there are ways of going about actual games. But it's not just games. It's not just hobbies, but it's also brain teasers. There's a book called Kosher Crosswords and Word Games by Yoni Glott. And there's Kosher Crosswords and Word Games too by Yoni Glott on Amazon. Very cool. So you take crossword puzzles and other types of word games and you put it with a Jewish spin. You put it with a Jewish tilt. And that's a way of doing a hobby and a game and a brain teaser in the Jewish way. How cool is that, right? So this guy made a book, which I think is fantastic. There's also a Jewish I Spy. you got to go through the book and you look for different items in the book. It might not be so difficult. It might be easy. But the Jewish I Spy is called Chai Spy. How cool is that? It rips on the name C-H-A-I Spy. Chai Spy is the Jewish alternative of I Spy. And then there's Hanukkah I Spy itself. And... Those are kinds of books as well. But a different book that I wanted to talk to you about also is by Bracha Gold's really cool book called Where's Velvel? It's basically finding different things in each picture. you got to find Velvel, and then you got to find this or that, like three three boys doing a mitzvah, one, one boy helping an old lady cross the street, one guy picking up a bottle for a baby, different mitzvahs to find in each picture. And I actually have an idea for a book. I hope you don't steal it. I hope you don't take it. But I have an idea for a book. Basically, it's a Jewish Where's Waldo? Because I'm an OT, right? I'm a pediatric occupational therapist. I try to work with kids in the school on fine motor tests. And I like to do any task that involves writing. So oftentimes, I'll do a visual discrimination or a figure ground better to use OT words, type of a task. What does that mean? It's like when you're looking at a drawer and you're trying to find the forks versus the knives versus the spoons if they're all dumped together in the same drawer. That's a figure ground, looking for something versus the background. And that's a visual type of activity. So where's Waldo is a figure ground type of a task. Because Waldo is there, and Wenda, his friend, and Wolf, the dog, and Amlo, the bad guy, and the wizard, Whitebeard, is there in the picture somewhere. you got to find them. And then you got to find the binoculars, and the scroll, and the key, and the camera, and uh, I forget the other one. But there's five items and five people. And I'm like... Why? Is there a Jewish alternative to this? Is there a Jewish solution to this? So I actually thought of an idea, and I actually made a, a manuscript. I made a little PDF as an example, and I have a name and everything. I'm not going to tell you the name. I don't want you to steal it. But I have a guy, and he has a wife and three kids, and a goldfish, and a cousin, and they come in each picture you have to find them. And there are some items you have to find, like a tzedakah box and a couple of other items for each picture. And I have a whole vision. 
of this, not just to be one book, but to actually be a series. And you have to find him throughout the year. Jewish calendars, I want you to find him throughout Jewish history. I want you to find him throughout the timeline, and I want you to find him in Israel. I have a whole idea. And I actually made a PDF. I paid an illustrator, my wife's friend of a friend. I paid an illustrator a lot of money. They pay, you have to charge, they charge a lot. You pay a lot per hour. And we actually made a, a manuscript. I forget the word, but it's like a, a little version. It's like a, a preview, basically, I guess, is what, it's, what it is. And so I made the intro page. It shows like, him and the family and the items and then there's a page that says meet the family find them throughout the pages and then we made an actual example of Hanukkah finding the characters and the items I thought it was a brilliant idea it's not me, it's Hashem put it in my mind of course it's always Hashem, not me and I thought it was a great idea but for some reason publisher after publisher after publisher said no Publisher after publisher said no. And it's so disappointing to be turned down again and again. I get, I kind of get how hard it is for someone to be rejected and neglected as an author. You know, J.K. Rowling was rejected from maybe 11 publishers until Scholastic finally took her. She had to write on paper napkins, taking the train from Manchester to Britain. She had to write, and she had to go about it, and it must have been very hard to be rejected. And I'm telling you, I sent it out to all the major publishers, and they all said no. And I'm like, why? I really feel like this is a great idea. I don't know of any full Jewish alternative to this. Why cannot, why can't we do this? So... This is a, an idea that I've had percolating and my wife is like, you put so much money into this and we didn't get anything out of it. We really need to get recouped for this. I'm hoping one day, even if it would be published as a weekly serial, would be awesome. Maybe not weekly, maybe monthly. It takes a lot of work to make each one. But it's really an awesome idea, I think. If you know someone or, or someone who wants to pick it up, we're happy. You want to finance it? We're happy to continue the idea. Tell us, 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302 is our number. This is a concept that's been percolating in my mind for a couple of years now. I did make a manuscript. I did make a preview. I thought it was important to have it that I have it in my life, I have it in my in my zone, and I wanted it to be that we have it saved, even though it costs a lot of money, even though it might be that it doesn't get published, I wanted it to be that we saved it and we had it in our files and that we that we have it. So my next idea is to try to reach out to like weekly magazines. I reached out to a couple, but I know there's a new magazine that just came out, and I feel like for the actual company or an actual magazine to publish it might be a cool idea to reach out to them. So I'm thinking to reach out to them next. We'll see if that works, but I'm thinking that that would be a good idea to do next. To, to, to have them be next would be really a good idea. So when, I, when, when, when a person is involved in that, that's a good thing to do. We want it to be that that they are involved and they they could have their ideas brought to fruition. I want it to be that I I let my dreams come true and I let my my talents come to the fruition. So even though I 
don't know if it will get published, even though I don't know if it'll come through, even though I'm not sure where it'll go, I had to at least put it out there. I had to make sure that I put my two cents in, I put my hashtalos in, if you will. So if you know someone and you have an idea, you want to take it, please feel free. 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302 is our number. You can email me at sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. You could be on the air talking with me these things of these hobbies and these games in the Jewish way. So we talked about the books. We talked about the music. We talked about board games a little bit. There's also these puzzles. And there's the Where's Velvo and the concept I talked to you about. There could also be Jewish word finds. And there could be brain teasers. There's also Jewish coloring and activity books. Do you know that H.com has really cool ideas? has really cool things out there where they actually have per parsha and different holidays throughout the year of what to color. Isn't it nice to color? As an OT, I could tell you it is fantastic to color, to use our fingers, to use our hands, to be involved in the fine motor aspects of life. As an OT, we want a child and every individual to be as independent as possible as related to their education. We want them to be as independent as possible. We want them to be able to be functional, fully functional as much as possible in their school day. As adults, we want them to be as independent as possible. One of our credos, one of our models, one of our statements is that of living life to its fullest. So we want it to be that we are living life to its fullest. And we are involved in being, helping, in trying to help people as much as we can because as OTs, that's what we do. So when we live life to the fullest and we help people live life to its fullest, that's what we do. So in the school system, we want them to be involved in coloring and cutting. And how cool is it to be able to find stuff? So I found a version on Hanukkah last year or the year before I was working remote during the height of the, of the pandemic. And during Hanukkah, I'm like, I want these people to find different things in the picture. So I pulled up a picture for Hanukkah and I said can you find the guy with the orange shirt holding onto a balloon can you find the guy jumping off of the parachute can you find the guy with the cotton candy can you find the guy with this or that and I brought Hanukkah into the mix because why is it okay in the I work for the DOE the New York City DOE why is it okay that Xmas is brought up but Hanukkah is not really brought up not really talked about really at all so, me being the biggest advocate of Hanukkah, as it's my favorite holiday of the entire year, I had to bring it up and I had to show it to them. So we can make sure to have the Jewish way of coloring, the Jewish way of activity books. We could look at our local Judaica store. We could look at our store on Amazon. We could look at different things out there. How can we make sure to have the Jewish version of activity books or the Jewish version of coloring or Jewish coloring pages like on H.com? You could try a kosher crossword from Yoni Glot. You could try a, a kosher word game from Yoni Glot. And then I think about the idea of making hobbies and making businesses Jewish as well. And I give great credit to Jewish Content Network that they thought to capitalize on WhatsApp. WhatsApp, for many people, can be a hobby. It could be, not a game, but it could be an, an interesting way to reach out via social media. You know, there's Instagram, there's Facebook, there's Twitter, 
and there's uh, Pinterest, I can't even remember all of them, there's Snapchat and whatnot. I don't even know most of these things, but there are ways to make a Jewish. A Jewish person can make an Instagram and a Pinterest and use it for Torah. And that's what they do for like Yoel Gold and for, you know, Ace has it and other people have it. And I actually think that it's an amazing thing to use WhatsApp for really good purposes. And to that end, we have two groups that I'm involved in. One is called Sparks in Seconds. It was Sparks Torah for a while, but we changed it back to the original name, Sparks in Seconds. Well, basically, we try to send out messages and blurbs to ignite and spark your day. And I'm basically a content editor there, and someone else posts it, but I try to get a picture of the day that I make on Canva of an inspirational quote. Try to have a daily spark of halacha, a daily spark of parsha, a daily spark of inspiration. Really quick paragraphs that can really ignite and spark your day and just do something for your neshama. And then I send over the Daf show and the Parsha show, sparking a little bit of Daf and a little bit of Pirkeavos, I mean, in the life. And that's a great way of using WhatsApp for a Torah purpose, because Hashem makes things. We can have hobbies, we can have games, we can have different apps on the phone, but why not use them for Torah? You know, there's an app for Z100, I'm sure, and PLJ, I'm sure. Now we have an app for sheer enjoyment. It could be a hobby to listen to the radio. It could be a hobby to be on the radio. It could be a hobby to listen to podcasts, but why not make it Jewish? Do it the Jewish way. So there are WhatsApp groups like Sparks and Seconds, and then there's a wonderful one called Community Luach, where it's basically like a Jewish classifies and we post different things like jobs someone needs a ride here someone needs a ride there someone wants to pick up this someone wants to pick up that and that's a whatsapp group and it's meant to be used for a jewish purpose and for an awesome purpose meaningful minute of course is another one also where they send out a video every day and they update their statuses and we also with our blurbs we try to update our statuses and we also try to get a video per day i actually sent one in myself last week and we try to do a different theme per week this week, of course, we're talking Lagba Omer because it's going to be Lagba Omer in just a few days. Finally, I can take off this uh, very, uh, very big beard. I kind of look like Wolverine Lahavdil. Last week's topic was about Sphere on the week before. And we want to use different things in a Jewish way, in a Torah way. So you have WhatsApp, you have a Pinterest, or a, Pinterest uh, a Pinterest or an Instagram or a Facebook. Use it for Torah. You can live stream Torah. Torah anytime does greatness with Torah. And Chazak does greatness with Torah. They do such cool things using social media. The Shmuz also. Using social media, using technology to actually promote Torah is a wonderful thing. You could... Instead of people videoing themselves in selfies of pictures and videos, it could be done for Torah, and it could be done for Shirim, it could be done for Chesed. You know, there are apps out there for so many different things. What about an app that shows you the next Chesed opportunity, the next Chesed idea? So WhatsApp is great also. You have a hobby, you have a game, you have an app. You have something in your life, it should be used for Torah. It should be used for Chesed, and it should be used for good things. I want to wrap up the last few minutes. I want to appreciate all of you for listening and for joining us and staying with me, even with the technical difficulties. Our number is 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302. The last few minutes, if you want to join us, we're happy to have you. Send us an email at sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. Sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com is our email. We're happy to have you. The last thing I want to talk about in the last few minutes, I wanted to give the full hour we had a difficulty with uh, with starting on time, but I appreciate you staying with us. For the last two minutes, I want to talk about the idea of my main hobby. One of my main hobbies, I'm not a writer. 
I'm not a real singer. I do like to sing, and hopefully my voice is not terrible. You know, sometimes I'll daven for the Amun, whether we go to a tent shul or a different shul, and they ask me to daven, I'm happy to do so. One of my real hobbies is actually guitar. And, you know, I lost my dad and my brother over the years. When my dad passed, a good idea on my mom's part was to ask me to, to take on an instrument. I tried piano for one lesson, it didn't work. I gravitated towards the guitar, and I love the guitar. I am a lefty by, by nature. And I had the option of doing lefty or righty, and I'm like, I don't want anyone stealing my guitar in school or in camp or when I go away, so I'm going to learn lefty. I actually really like that I learned lefty. I find it more unique and more, you know, to myself. And I didn't want anyone taking my guitar anyway. So I learned lefty, and I learned on an electric and then a little acoustic. And very recently, I treated myself, treat yourself, to a budget guitar from Yamaha, the FG820L, lefty. And I love it. It's a beautiful sound. My dream one day is to get a Martin. Both cost like three grand for the most beautiful one on earth that I love. And I'm actually talking about it now with a coworker. He lives in Pennsylvania. He actually lives right by the Martin factory. I'd love to see the Martin factory, but can't do that yet. But basically, guitar for me is very cathartic. It's a real hobby. And over the years, I, t I wrote a lot of songs about Narishkeit, you know, dreaming about what my wife would be, dreaming about what my life would be. My wife always says, who did you write these songs for? Who are you talking about? Who are you thinking about? I'm like, it was always about you. I was dreaming of meeting you one day, and I wrote all these songs. And nowadays, I have such a, such a mental block that I can't even write a song for her because I can't write a song good enough for her Nothing would be good enough for her to write for her, so I have all these songs from the olden days. But anyway, over the years I wrote 40 plus songs. We're now at 45 or so. One day I'd love to make a CD for myself and record it for myself. I did record it on like the MacBook, on my iPhone, just to have it, just to remember. But I don't have the actual recording ability yet. I don't have a recording studio yet. I just have the... The, the songs on my laptop, I have the songs on my iPhone, but that's a real hobby for me. And when we have the guitar or an instrument that you play or your voice, you could sing it in a Jewish way. I've made songs nowadays more about Jewish themes and more about Jewish topics and more about involving myself in a Jewish way. And that's what I wanted to talk about tonight. Talking Jewish hobbies and Jewish games, board games and even activities out there. You know, anything out there can be done in a Jewish way, especially books. We have the FLL, the Free Lending Library, where we give out the books, the novels. You come in and you can sign it out. And Jewish podcasting and Jewish music, all these different elements can be done in a Jewish way. Hobbies and games, the Jewish way. In our last minute, you want to talk to me, feel free to email me at sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. She or Enjoyment Radio at gmail.com. My number, our number here is 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302 is our number. I want to thank you so much for staying with us. I want to thank you for listening and sticking through the technical difficulties. I'm so sorry about that. Hopefully next time we won't have any technical difficulties, but when you manifestation yourself, there are going to be some technical difficulties sometimes. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Tiny Talks Radio. Hobbies and Games the Jewish Way here, hosted by Sheer Enjoyment Radio and powered by Radio.com. Join us next week as we talk some topics for the week for the audience members to keep here on Tiny Talks Radio, hosted by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, powered by Radio.com. Our number is 520-453-8302, and we are Sheer Enjoyment Radio at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful night. God willing, see you next time here on Tani Talks Radio.